Goodbye, Mikey, and hello, Godfather Minute. My name is Alex Robinson. My name is Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather Minute Brothers. How are you doing this week, Andy? I'm doing great. How are you doing? You recovered from Valentine's Day? Well, I'm ready to show the world all the love I got for it. Very good. Very good. Well, Valentine's Day was actually, now that I think about it, was like two weeks before yeah, this episode. That's so true. Never mind. Are you recovering from your President's Day celebration? <laughs> what's, uh, what's, you, what's with you and all these holidays, huh? <laughs> uh, we're talking about in 82 today. Uh-huh. I could have celebrated President's Day. I could have celebrated <laughs> Valentine's Day. There were too many holidays, Michael. You know it was Pop's birthday. <laughs> I don't think we talked about Frito once last no, week. Oh, that must be a first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we didn't use the F word once. <laughs> well, also, okay, well, let me just let me set up Minute 82 before we start talking about Frito again. You, you want to learn how to say it in Italian first? Sure, that'd be a fun thing to do. That sounds fun. Let's try it. What have we got to lose? Alex, repeat after me. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. Otanta due. Otanta due. Otanta due. Otanta due. Otanta is eight. Eighty. Eighty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Due. 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 Uh-huh. Due. Due. That's a fun one to say. You got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for my uh, Italian lesson. I'll be ready to. Begin my life undercover <laughs> as a uh, ref, not a refugee, or a uh, what's it called? A, an immigrant or migrant? Yeah, but if you're being pursued by somebody, yeah. oh, you are evacuee. Uh, you are the hunted one. <laughs> it's true, <laughs> evacuee. Uh, so, minute eighty-two. Um, it's uh, Mikey saying goodbye to the uh, Tom and Sonny, and then he goes to Jack, Jack Dempsey's joint, where a car pulls up. And he gets into the car with the Turk and Captain Fred McCluskey. <laughs> Matthew McCluskey. Is it Matthew? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> we asked, uh, we'll no answer. answer. So. So what do you think? No, Fredo does not get to say goodbye to Mikey. I know. Do you think Fred- he's like, hey, where's Mikey? In the- <laughs> <laughs> well, I got something I got in my Christmas present for him. <laughs> yeah. We were all real proud of you for signing up for the... Mikey, where are you? <laughs> <laughs> he's still talking about enlisting <laughs> so yeah he doesn't i guess fredo at this time is in the hospital he's still, like, he's still suffering shock. from shock yeah <laughs> so this does happen pretty fast after the assassination attempt it's actually six months later <laughs> still in shock <laughs> for the shooting <laughs> yeah he's probably addicted to demerol at the hospital that's why he's <laughs> pretending to be in shock i wish um they could make a godfather i wish they made a godfather tv series back then well no well, i mean i wish it had those actors and stuff in it but i wish it was like modern uh like 
like modern TV is so much better now than TV was mm-hmm. in the seventies. Mm-hmm. You could you could really do an adaptation of The Godfather as like an HBO type show. So would you do the same story or kind of fill in the gaps? For well, example, I, what's happening to Fredo right now? Is yeah, that I, would, I would want the same story because I'd want to seek. I want to be able to cut to Fredo. Oh. He would have his own subplots and stuff, mm. and you know, oh, and all awesome. that sort of stuff. So, because oh, there's so much you could do. Yeah. But so, I don't necessarily want to go with by what's in the book. I don't want to yeah. go into adventures of, you know, some plastic surgeon out in Las Vegas or whatever. Well, you could make your miniseries different than the book. <laughs> you do a new song? Did you do a new song for that No, one? we're going to use the same song and just overdub the lyrics. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm thinking Salazzo. You could do a lot with, with his, his crew yeah. when he first gets this idea and he approaches the, uh, when he approaches Tatalia. Would we... Uh, oh, you mean Barzini. <laughs> you talked to Barzini? <laughs> Woo! Uh, anyway, so I think it's... Obviously, it's not going to happen. It's a fun idea, though, mm-hmm. to, that, to have it spread out over a whole... Yeah. Would you still do Godfather 1 as one season and Godfather 2 as a second season? Or would you just mm. would you just put the flashbacks? Do a chronological... Yeah. That's kind of different, mm. though. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Hmm. Yeah, I'd have to think about that. Yeah. Um, so I know we said in the last minute that, that this was the last time that Mike and Sonny see each other. This, in this minute is literally the last time they see each other. Mm -hmm. So it's, I think it's kind of touching. There's a moment where Michael, when they're done talking, he just stares at Sonny Uh with his his jaw wired shut. Mm -hmm. So it's a pause of maybe two seconds and then they hug. Mm -hmm. It's really sort of touching that moment. Mm. Do you think that either of them know? That, that, uh, we know what? That this is the last time? That do either of them sense it? No. No. I don't think so. Yeah, I think you're right. But, you know, I could see it that mm-hmm. way. Or at least I don't feel like the movie is indicating that. Yeah. It's not like they show Sonny and then there's like a beam of light on him, like he's going to mm-hmm. go to heaven or anything. <laughs> he's so. pulled up to heaven by his suspenders. <laughs> and he goes up to heaven, he has to put money in the toll to get through the, the pearly gates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, not again. <laughs> so, yeah, and Sonny offers, he says, I'll tell Ma, you know, that you had to leave. Mm-hmm. And I also give a, a mess. I'll get a message to that girlfriend of yours. Yeah. When the time is right. Do you think uh, do you think that means he's going to put a move on her? Is that, oh, is that what, is that what Sonny means by, oh, I'll get a message to that. Oh, uh, it's a Sicilian message. <laughs> <laughs> it means Mikey's yeah. in Sicily. <laughs> yeah. he did wink when he said it yeah that's what I mean. and he said you know when the time is right you know like <laughs> oh <laughs> i don't think sonny would do that you don't think no you think Kay would do it though. Kay might do it she she has to be curious considering Gosh. sonny's such a i mean the reputation that sonny yeah. has yeah i don't think hagen would do it you don't think Hagen would have sex with the, Sonny? Every, every, everyone in the family, once Sunni's Mikey gone, is gone, goes to make a play out for Kate. Kay. Even Connie. <laughs> Carlo shows up. He's like, Clean it up. That's his, his go to line. It's like, hey, it works, worked for everyone else. <laughs> oh, so, that's what we can talk about in our bonus content. How would all the characters try to put a move on Kay once Mikey is gone? Okay. What would be their line? <laughs> Is that worth talking about in the bonus? Content? I don't know. We'll see what else. Okay. We'll see what else we can come up with. <laughs> so last week you said that it was what time was the meeting? They picked him up at five to eight in front of Jack. Seven fifty-five. Yes. Okay. Interestingly, 
when they when Sonny and Mikey go to hug, Mikey is wearing a watch and it says that it's seven thirty. Oh, okay. So it's uh, it's right. the, that's attention to detail yeah. right there. Continuity alert. Continuity. Yeah, alert. Was, I don't know why uh, you would alert, alert when there is continuity. <laughs> yeah, would, the arrow would say, "Look at like pointing at the watch. <laughs> yeah. Look at the watch. Look at the watch." Oh, uh, but oh that's, very cool. I wonder if that was uh, intentional. Hmm. What do you mean? Like the if they were like, accurate? well, this would if you're meeting him at eight, this would be about half an hour before. So well, set your watch so that like yeah. you know so all the clocks in the room and or whatever. <laughs> that, uh, if it wasn't like, intentional, it would be a huge coincidence. Yeah, because there are only two times in the day of filming when that would be accurate. That's true, roughly. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think it was intentional. The they you're not supposed to it's it's a big pain in the, it's a lot of it's a big expense to put <laughs> put clocks in movie scenes oh. just because if it's a long scene mm. then you have to worry about like the mm. the clock matching up yeah you know or or if it, but if it's or not even moving at all you know like oh they've been sitting there yeah. for five minutes talking and the, the clock is not moving. I never thought about that yeah. is there anything else that's hard to do or manage when you're filming. I guess weather and lighting. Yeah, weather that and has lighting. To be cont- a, it has to be continuous. A bigger, a big one. Yeah, that's why you film everything on green screens. That's my really. Yeah, that's how you'd film your Godfather series, miniseries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe we could talk about who you would get, what actors and actresses you would get modern day to play the different characters. Oh, that's an interesting topic. That'd be a good yeah. bonus content today. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have some. Did you have more notes, Alex? I was going to talk about um, Jack Dempsey. Okay, before we get to that, I want to talk a little bit about the book. It's not so, it's not so much different, but it has additional information and some dialogue that you don't see in the movie. So it is different than the book. The book is different than the movie. The book is different than the movie. The book is different. The book is different. The book is different than the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You got it. So may I read, Alex? All right. <laughs> you don't sound very interested. <laughs> so, yeah, I went to college to get stupid. I want to read a passage. It's quite long, oh. but I'm going to break it up into three sections because each one, well, because I don't want to be reading for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'll pause and then we'll talk about it. So okay? it's like 10 minute chunks? No, no, no. Each one is 30 minutes. Okay. So yeah, it's like an intermission. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, first chunk, here we go. So this is right when Michael is saying goodbye to everyone. Uh-huh. Hagen said... Puzo writes. Puzo, Puzo writes. Hagen said gently, It's not too late to back out, Mike. It's not too late to back out, Mike. <laughs> it's not too late to back out, Mike. We can get somebody else. We can go back over our... our go back over... Our <laughs> <laughs> Can't read in that voice. I'll try it, though. Okay. Hagen said gently. Puto writes. Gently. Hagen Hagen said gently. It's not too late to back out, Mike. We can get somebody else. We can go back over our alternatives. Maybe it's not necessary to get rid of Solazzo. Michael laughed. (laughs) We We can talk ourselves into any viewpoint, he said, but we figured it right the first time. I've been riding the gravy train all my life. It's about time I paid my dues. Oh, that's an interesting uh, end segment. Gravy train. Yeah. Hmm. So it's it's interesting that Mark that Marco Michael is articulating that he has benefited from the family mm-hmm. and he owes the family something. Whereas yeah. 
In the movie, it's not as clear. I mean, he definitely wants to protect his family. Maybe well, it is is clear, but just not said. It 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 doesn't have that. It does. It's not spelled out in that way. Mm-hmm. It's more just like it's a generic kind of family loyalty. Yeah, you know, like a, a loyalty to his father. You know, he's like, "I'm with you now," and mm-hmm. all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah. But uh, I guess that does spell it out a bit more. Yeah. I think I have a we asked. We're gonna we'll answer. Gravy train? I was just thinking that myself. Yeah, you want to write that one down? Sure, I'll, we'll ask. Ask a we'll, we'll answer. answer. We're going to have a pretty beefy bonus content today. <laughs> You're going to need the gravy then. <laughs> okay, second. Gravy. <laughs> That's how it goes. <laughs> Johnny. Uh, second segment. Puto writes. So this is Hagen responding to Michael <laughs> talking about the gravy train. <laughs> You shouldn't let that broken jaw influence you, Hagen said. McCluskey is a stupid man, and it was business, not personal. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Interesting. I think that Hagen is the one continuing to reference that classic line. Yeah. Right? Well, it's funny because I would have thought after the last time that kind of like put it to bed when, yeah. when Michael used it. That seems like it's kind of like, oh, wow, he's really turning it back. But now he's just he's going back to the original usage of yeah. just trying to. Uh, it reminds me of, of Clemenza getting paid a, a royalty every time the cannoli line is mentioned. <laughs> Maybe Hagen's getting a little something on the side. Mm. Maybe there's something in it for him. With his little his mistress to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> oh, why do you got to insult him like that? <laughs> Okay, in the third passage, this is the longest one. Okay. It is very interesting. You're ready. Very interesting. Puto writes, for the second time, this is talking about Hagen, for the second time he saw Michael Corleone's face freeze into a mask that resembled uncannily the Don's. Mm. And then Mike says, Tom, 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 don't (laughs) let anybody kid you. It's all personal. Every bit of business. Every piece of shit every man has to eat every day of his life is personal. They call it business, okay, but it's personal as hell. You know where I learned that from? The Don, my old man, the Godfather. If a bolt of lightning hit a... <laughs> Vito Corleone. <laughs> Vito Corleone. <laughs> the Godfather. <laughs> the, the head of the Cosa Nostra. Marlon <laughs> Brando. <laughs> Black hand. Um... If a bolt of lightning hit a friend of his, the old man would take it personal. He took my going into the Marines personal. That's what makes him great. The great Don. (laughs) He keeps going. (laughs) The great Don Corleone. My (laughs) father. He takes everything personal, like God. He knows every feather that falls from the tail of a sparrow or however the hell it goes. Right? And you know something. And you know something? Accidents don't happen to people who take accidents as a personal insult. So I came late. Okay. But I'm coming all the way. Damn right. I take that broken jaw personal. Damn right. I take Salazzo trying to kill my father personal. He laughed. I take... (laughs) (laughs) Tell the old man I learned it all from him. And then I'm glad I I had this chance to pay him back for all he did for me. Aww. So interesting. So yeah. it is all personal. Yeah. Right. Uh, in the eyes of the dawn. Mm-hmm. Just like God. Yeah. The Godfather. <gasps> Vito Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> My friend. <laughs> 
So I do have one more chunk. Sorry, I apologize. Okay. No, it's fine. I have one more chunk. Very interesting. Uh, this one's a bit shorter. Uh, Puzo writes, he was, a g- oh, he was a good father. He paused. He was a good father. father. A good father. <laughs> he paused and then he said thoughtfully to Hagen, you know, I can never remember him hitting me or Sonny or Fredo. And of course, Connie, he wouldn't even yell at her. Tom, though, you imagine beating up Tom. <laughs> well, Tom, of course, it's another story. He's a dog. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't say Tom. <laughs> well, hey, why do you spend all that time studying white powder? What are, you, what are you looking up all the all the, the best people in the city? What do I pay you to do? I send you to law school. You give, I I had Jenko. Look what I had Jenko. Look who I gave what I gave Sonny. <laughs> look at look at all of, you do. You show cars for us strangers. <laughs> <laughs> so interesting how in the book Puzo writes that the Godfather was not an abusive father, hmm. and I really hadn't thought about it much. But is thinking back, did you? Would you have guessed that? Uh, it seems a little romanticized to me. Yeah. I've just because my impression of old world immigrants is that yeah. they're not like, a, they don't view hitting their kids as like abuse. Yeah. It would just be considered part of, you know. Child rearing. Yeah. Typical so, of the period. Yeah. And especially given that Sonny and everything, Sonny had to get a whole bunch of, got get a whole, thrown a whole bunch of beatings when he was growing up yeah, to yeah. get slapped that kid around. under control. Boy, are you saying, are you saying Don Corleone slapped around Sonny? <laughs> he's got, he's got to run a business to run. <laughs> you slapped around Mikey's brother? <laughs> right, you. My, you saying my father, my father slapped around my brother? <laughs> That's his right. He's his, he's his father. What's wrong with you? What's the matter with you? <laughs> Does um do they use that line about getting struck by lightning in the is that the line that oh, Vito yeah. Corleone uses when he's talking to the five yeah, families and like if is. he should get struck by lightning yeah. uh, the trigger happy policeman if he should hang himself in his cell hmm. yeah no oh, so I guess yeah. they they t- took that must be an expression yeah, yeah. is well, there anything else from the book let's see um, you know there is one other thing from the book what's that some just a funny expression a few funny comments so Puzo writes so oh so this is when Michael is waiting in front of Jack Dempsey's to be picked up and Mm -hmm. he's just thinking the whole plot through in his head and scheming thinking about shoot him twice in the in the foot (laughs) wait a minute that's not right oh my god is he reading it off his hand (laughs) it's all sweaty so it's all (laughs) running it's like i go to the head do i go to the head or do i shoot him in the head (laughs) (laughs) do i order do i order twice or do i shoot him twice I don't. Is the food good? Is the place perfect or is it not good? Yeah, that's great. Getting all confused. So Puzo wrote, "This is why Michael is in his head thinking about us." Salazzo was no dummy, and McCluskey was a very tough egg. <laughs> um, he felt the ache in his wired jaw and welcomed the pain. It would keep him alert. Mm, there you go. So it made me wonder, Alex. Have you ever had a pain that kept you alert and focused? Um, not that I can I can't think of anything specific. Yeah. I've I've led a very sheltered life, so I, I don't don't have many situations where I'm like in agonizing pain. Yeah. Uh why? Do you? Have you? Not that I recall. I, I could definitely remember being uncomfortable, but I wouldn't say it gave me focus. 
I guess most of the time I'm in pain. I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just like, yeah. Other than crying and, mm-hmm. and, and, and <laughs> looking for pain medication. Yeah. I cut my finger, <laughs> but I have to do this homework assignment. So I'm going to stay focused. Picture him going up to the turkeys, like, like gritting and like, <laughs> in agony. Yeah. I wonder what he's going to order with that jaw all wired shut. Do you think the restaurant? Well, we'll talk about it when we get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> How many minutes away is that? Oh, boy, when they get shot, it is minute 90, and this is minute 82, so eight eight minutes left. Boy, got whacked, but we still got the turk. And this Captain McCluskey, he's a stupid jerk. They're gonna kill Pop, so their bank accounts can feel. Sonny, relax. Business not personal. Business not personal. We need a plan and KCO's our man. All my arrangements. All my all my arrangements. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Have a seat. Then order your meal. Drink some wine. Try the meal. Ask for permission. Then go to the can. When you come back. You'll have more than your dick in your hand Two shot each, you'll be on the next flight to Sicily These versions for us, they got an old-fashioned toilet Shoot the Turk and McCluskey too How many days until you do? We're counting down, come count with me You ain't gonna miss so that'll be what, like uh, March, April, end of April? End of April, yeah. Oh, springtime. <laughs> That's a good time to go to Sicily, though, because then yeah. it'll be all green, everything will be blooming and all that yeah, stuff, so yeah. we'll be ready to go. Perfect. It's perfect. April showers, spring, spring, May, blood showers. Blood showers. <laughs> Um, Jack Dempsey. Yeah. Who uh, is who is Jack Dempsey? Who is the real Jack Dempsey? <laughs> I'm not going to write a song for that. Oh. Uh, William Harrison Jack. And I'm doing air quotes when I say that Dempsey. Mm-hmm. I think people in the olden days used to use Jack as a nickname for like anything. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I was yeah, very like confused. Jack, John F. Jack Kennedy. Yeah, I never understood. Yeah. I thought those were two different dudes. Yeah. And plus the Kennedys have an Edward who everyone calls Ted. How do really? Ted, how do Edward and Ted get well, out of this I mean, thing? That's thing. a little closer. Edward, Ted, Teddy, Eddie, Eddie, Teddy. Right. <laughs> well, what would Ted? Oh, because Ted is Theodore, right? Yeah. Ah. Oh. And Theodore is not related to Edward. I mean, maybe like you know, in the Anglo-Saxon mm. times, they were mm. the same name. Anyway, yeah. I think in olden times, people used to just call a lot of people Jack. Yeah. Uh, oh, maybe that's why. Didn't isn't that an expression? Hey, what's up, Jack? Yeah, don't hit you, the road, Jack. Yeah, Jack's it's a kind of all purpose, you know. Yeah, uh, Jack of Jack of farts, Jack of all trades. Jack That's probably where that literally Jack where o that lantern. Comes from. <laughs> it's another another you know Jack o lantern. Yeah, like a jack o lantern. Like, uh huh. But what does that have to do with the the name Jack? Well, it's that carrot that pumpkin's name is Jack o lantern. <laughs> Oh, oh, his, oh! Just the name. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That yeah. was a lot. 
Um, Jack Dempsey was a boxer, mm-hmm. and uh, he eighteen he lived eighteen ninety five to nineteen eighty three. 1983. Mm-hmm. There is a post in the scene. There is a poster of some boxers. On uh, the, window. The, the Manassas Mauler. The Manassas Mauler was Jack Dempsey's oh. nickname. That's the picture that's in the window. Oh, cool. Because uh, it was a real restaurant that was still open at the time. It was opened from. Uh, uh, the restaurant was open from 1935 to 1974. Oh, so wow. Just got it at the end. Yeah. Of that, oh, of that very scene. cool. It was on 49th Street and Broadway. Hmm. Um, the famous Brill Building, where uh, Neil Diamond and other songwriters uh, mm-hmm. worked their trade. Yeah, very cool. And uh, uh, Jack Dempsey, the boxer, by then he was retired, and he would uh, always he would frequently be at the restaurant. So if you went to the mm-hmm. restaurant, you'd be like, "Hey, folks, I'm Jack. Ben- I'm Jack Dempsey." Mm-hmm. Like, why do they call you Jack? Throws a smoke bomb down and runs away. <laughs> oh, you never ask him why they call him Jack. Never ask. He's a former boxer. Don't <laughs> yeah. forget. Uh, one of the most famous boxers of the 20th century. Oh, wow. Uh, he boxed from 18, from 1914 to 1927. Well, that is a long boxing match, so 13, Alex. <laughs> 13 years. <laughs> and of that, like thir- 10, 10 million rounds. He was the champion, um, 11 of those 13 years oh, that wow. he was, uh, he was the champion 1915 to 1926. Pardon me asking this. What was, what was his ethnicity? Uh, I think he was a white guy. Okay. Looks like an Irish kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's, a, he was the first boxer to have a million dollar gate. What does that mean? I'm assuming it means like a million dollar purse. Like he got paid a million dollars oh, for, for a fight. For wow. Uh, a lot of money in them golden gloves. So he was, so he boxed that 1914, 1927. How many boxing matches do you think he was in? What are the years again? 1914 to 1927. 13 years in the prime of his life. I'm terrible at guessing these kinds of things. I think boxers box less now, mm-hmm. especially the the well-known ones because right. they really uh-huh. milk it. So mm, I'm going to say 250 fights. 75 fights. Oh, wow. Okay. So, I, it was so low. I really yeah. thought it was going to be like in the hundreds, but yeah. I guess you're right. Six, that's six a year about. Yeah. That's yeah. that's pretty. Uh, that's a pretty uh, you know severe beating to take. Yeah, uh, take six times a year is like every two months getting. Uh, yeah. Getting beat. Although he was the champ, so I'm sure he did a lot more of the beating. He was the one the, doing uh, the beating. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what drove him to to become a boxer? What? Everyone said, "Why are they calling you Jack?" To <laughs> 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 the Hulk. Uh, so he fought seventy five fights, fifty four wins. Mm. Uh, forty-four wins by knockout. Whoa! Uh, six loss, six losses, and nine draws. Draws. Uh, yeah. Wow. That's it. So yeah, you ever get into boxing? I've watched some of the bigger fights when mm-hmm. when it's just popular to watch. Yeah, but no, eh, it's fun to watch. Uh, it's definitely I s- just fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, it's it's apparently losing. It's it's on its way out. Yeah, they say. It's definitely not as interesting, not as dynamic as uh, MM, what is it, MMA, yeah. mixed martial yeah. arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, they mm-hmm. say that you can tell what sport is like uh, 
popular by how easy it is to find on TV. Oh, okay. And so mix, you know, MMA stuff's on all the time, whereas yeah. boxing, it's like, oh, it's on twice a year on HBO. You know, yeah. you have to pay for a specific little, it's like, it's not something you generally follow all the time. Yeah. You know? But is that a smarter move? Because when it's a smarter move, it's a, oh yeah, Jack Dempsey right. was always smarter mm-hmm. because it's a bigger deal when you do see the matches. I don't think it's I don't think it's a choice. I think mm-hmm. that's their it's their their appeal is becoming more selective. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they yeah, they, they kind of have to, you know, uh especially nowadays. I feel like if you're a young person who likes to fight, you're probably going to go more into mixed martial yeah. arts than than into just boxing, yeah. you know. Cuz it has more because you can box in mixed martial arts. Yeah. But you can And there's probably a lot more opportunities mm-hmm. you know, because it's there's it's more popular thing. Yeah. I saw this um this American Life did a TV show, mm-hmm. and they they focused on this uh, guy who was an older boxer, mm-hmm. and uh, he wasn't like old old, and but he was just a guy who never really like made it, you know. He, mm-hmm. he and so uh, at this stage in his career, when he you know he's on his way down in his career, and at that stage in his career, his job was basically to get beat up by up and coming oh. boxers who like okay you have to fight x amount of fights every year to qualify mm. for this thing so go fight that old guy over there so yeah. he's like oh my job is just to go you know he fights as well as he can but you mm. know he's like a 40 year old guy against 20 mm. year old you know does he think he's gonna win i don't or think does he, he expects to lose no i think he he kind of knows what the oh. deal is that he's just kind of like there to be just to be like a punching bag for these guys that so. is one of the saddest stories <laughs> i've ever ever heard yeah, I mean, if he had pretty. once made it i'd be like okay you know what he got he made it yeah. up the mountain and he got a taste right. of that yeah that's terrible yeah so, <laughs> so well, what's the, a worse job that job or being a negotiator Oh, negotiator! They let you win a pinochle. Assuming <laughs> I can figure out a play. Yeah. Speaking of which, Alex, it's a trick game. You have to be eighteen or older. <laughs> oh, we're still doing the regular episode. By the way, we talked about how to play pinochle in the in right. last week's bonus content. <laughs> I love the idea that someone's going to go. Oh, I have to listen to that so I can learn how to play pinochle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If you want the thirty-minute uh, version, how to play pinochle. Become a supporter. <laughs> so, okay, how about this? Uh-huh. You currently uh, work in education. That's true. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Lowercase e. If you could make the same salary mm-hmm. by getting in a boxing ring for like uh, twice a year. Oh. So instead of 40 hours a week. Instead of the 40-hour hour grind, you just have to, mm-hmm. used to do basically like, you know, Probably what's going to be fifteen minutes of work. I imagine oh, I less than fifteen minutes. Or but I mean, you'll probably have to put in some training too. Oh, <laughs> like defensive <laughs> tactics. Yeah, <laughs> know how to learn oh, how to curl man. up into a ball. Well, what is interesting is all the all the time I would save mm-hmm. not working the grind, education grind. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny to refer to education as a grind. By the way. I could put even a fraction of that time into learning some defensive moves or even some offensive moves and, and survive, uh-huh. basically learn some survival strategies. Right. Hmm. I'd have to think about it. I'd probably say no because I would, I would risk getting killed. Yeah, or at least sustaining permanent, yeah. permanent damage. Yeah. Still mm. only twice, a, like twice yeah. a year. You'd have the whole rest of the year uh, to just lounge around. To, to dread that, I know. that next one <laughs> well, coming figure, up. figure a month months. after you have to spend recuperating from the fight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that would be the month one of our supporters takes me on a, a paid trip abroad for, oh, it couldn't be a year then. 
Oh, yeah. Remember? Well, maybe that would be part of the year tour. Ah, I go and fight in Germany the second <laughs> yeah. one. Ah, boy. They basically yeah. would take you to like a boxing hall and they say, this mm. man will box anyone who wants to come into the ring to fight him. Mm. And that would be your job is to be the, the guy who everyone gets to fight. Well, I would like that better. I'd like to fight amateurs because I'd, I'd have a chance then. But if I'm going pro or semi-pro, I, I would risk losing my life. I'm going to say, I do not mean this in a defensive way, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say if you were in that situation and some guy was volunteering to come into the <laughs> ring, I think he could probably, I, he could probably beat you up. <laughs> but don't it's forget. It's not like you're just doing randomly paired with like some true. schlub on the street. That's true. But that's right now. <laughs> oh, you're saying you'd be training. I would spend, I mean, I have six growth months to, and, to do And I would go in looking like I have no idea what I'm doing, but I would... Yeah. You know, some like amateur nerd, nerd glasses. And you're like, eh, <laughs> My hey, pocket gang. protector. One of the someone tell me the rules. <laughs> I would, put, I would of course pull all those stunts that all the nerds do when they get a boxing ring. I'd pull my shorts up to my my breasts, you know, <laughs> so they can't hit me below the belt, right? Oh, right. <laughs> so they'd have to hit me in the face, and I'd have to sustain brain damage. See, the problem with this scenario <laughs> is that. The whole point is that you'd only have to work two days a year. So now the fact that <laughs> no, you have to well, train every day, it's like, what's the point? Well, I think I what's would. The point? There'd be a there'd be a compromise. Mm-hmm. I would train maybe like once a week, <laughs> or you know, I would stay in like the week decent. before the fight. You train. <laughs> no, not the week. You have a training montage. I'd have a training montage. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. It is an interesting, it's a ridiculous question, let's just say that. But it is an interesting question. What would be your strategy? And maybe I would just run every day and become like a cardio monster. Yeah. And I would literally, for nine rounds, I would just outrun my opponent. <laughs> right? And I'd, they'd call me the chicken. <laughs> but seriously, I'd be, in, I'd, be in, I'd be a cardio master. See, I think I would take the opposite tact. You would just, you would open your arms. Let I would just come feel right like, at well, you. I would put my arms up for some kind of defense, but I'd know like this is probably not going to last more than uh. <laughs> five seconds. I mean, there's regular real boxing matches that are over in like yeah. 10, 15 well, seconds. Well, you just one hit, two <laughs> yeah. hits, them hitting you, you hitting the floor. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like that's like the best I could hope for. Yeah. Just get it over with as quick as possible. Would you, if the the first... better shape you're in, the more of a beating you're going to take. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah. You know I'm right. <laughs> So one other question is, mm-hmm. would you fake it? So if the first hit did knock you out, would you would you go down anyway? <laughs> would I just come out and be like, ah, I, <laughs> I twisted my ankle. Um, <laughs> I just love the idea of me trying to fake it. I, I, I don't even see how I could even fake it. Because any, any punch that connected with me would probably send me to the ground yeah, anyway. So it's not like I, I guess yeah. I could just like oh, close my eyes and pretend mm-hmm. <laughs> knocked out so would you i have two more questions yes mm-hmm. would if you accepted this challenge would you do you assume that the two fights would be six months apart would you want yours two in the same week just to get them over with so then you have a year to chill yeah i guess so right yeah well yeah I, they, the first guy would come in <laughs> punch me knock me out with one punch and then uh-huh. the referee would be like stand him up <laughs> Damn it, I said, stand him up, Phil. But, but, but he's, he's a cartoonist. <laughs> jaw's hanging <Damn>. off. <laughs> Damn it. Why don't you guys tell me my business, huh? <laughs> 
I love him. McCluskey's definitely on Don King's payroll. (laughs) And for big bucks. I feel like the first part of the movie, Waltz was our go to thing. And now, and now McCluskey's become our, he's the, uh, the, he's the Waltz of the middle section. (laughs) So who, who is it going to be in act three? Oh boy. I don't know. Any new characters? Well, you see, we meet the mob bosses. Yeah. But anyway, we'll see. Who's going to be the breakout star? (laughs) Momo Green's coming up, too. Oh, Oh, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what's the matter with with you? He says that. So one more question about this ridiculous boxing. Yes. If you had to do, if you had to be a boxer or a, a wrestler, you got to choose the same scenario twice a year. You have to fight a professional. Oh well, a prof- I'd be a wrestler because so it's, you'd want someone to give you a, like a pile driver or a camel clutch. I would rather have someone be pretending to try to hurt oh. me than someone really trying to hurt me. <laughs> what do you mean pretending? Well, the wrestling is like choreographed and st- or not choreographed, but they it's kind of like you're in a you're in a partnership with the guy. You guys like work together to do a show. No, I'm Alex. I'm talking about WWF professional like Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant. You're in there. You have to wrestle one of those guys. Oh, wrestling? No, yeah. then I was pick boxing. <laughs> I don't want some guy laying on top of me in a boxing <laughs> ring. Ugh. Well, and the worst. I think you picked chose well because the worst part about wrestling is they don't let you lose they toy with you and oh that's true they lift I you just, up again I just lay down the ground <laughs> yeah and then even if the referee tried to intercede they would throw the referee out <laughs> that'd be great hulk hogan versus mccluskey as a referee there were two uh, jack dempsey matches i was reading about on the or one jack dempsey match i was reading about called the the long count match oh and uh, they instigated a rule that said whenever uh, if one boxer goes down, mm-hmm. the other boxer has to go to the ne- to a neutral corner and wait. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, that was in, that was instituted as a result of one of Jack Dempsey's fights. Uh, his team was the one who requested it, mm. but but so this was like the first time after they did that, and uh, so Jack Dempsey punched the guy, he fell down on the ground, mm. and then Jack Dempsey was just like standing over him, mm-hmm. and so the ref was like, "Come on, come on, you have to go back to your." So the refs took four seconds getting Jack Dempsey back to mm. his mm-hmm. back to his corner, yeah, and then he came back and started going one, two, oh. so he gave the guy like an extra like, oh, wow. time, and then basically the same thing happened later on when Jack Dempsey was so down. that guy didn't so. That that guy got up. He wasn't counting. Yeah, yeah out the guy got up. Point. Yeah, the, the, according to the official timekeeper, he was down for 14 seconds, so he uh, would have been out if the if the ref was there counting. So uh, that's an interesting. Uh, uh, yeah. so, very uh-huh. interesting. The long count. Yeah, the long uh, count. Cool. So uh, yeah, that's. What I'm going to say wrestling. Okay. I thought you. What about you? If you do boxing or mixed martial arts, mm-hmm. I would go boxing. You go boxing. I mixed martial arts. The, you know those leg locks and arm yeah. bars. You, right. Yeah. But again, you just have to, it's not going to be a long match. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, because when you, to, to lose an MMA match, you have to tap out. Oh, is that the true? Is yeah, that true? You, oh, okay. It's not like they're not counting. <laughs> so you, as, soon as, as soon as the thing goes, you're like, tap out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the shortest match. It's like, <laughs> 0.045 seconds, the shortest match in MMA history. <laughs> it's the short count match. <laughs> The chicken has done it again. <laughs> and then, of course, you have your your manager immediately pass you one of those large cardboard checks with your, <laughs> big with your, your half your salary, your year's salary. <laughs> your eyeballs hanging out of you. Oh, no, you didn't get hit at all. Right, so, you tapped out. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> 
All right. Well, I guess that'll wrap up minute 82. Well, what are you going to rate this minute? Oh, on? right. Um, so it's, it is a transition minute. They say goodbye. And Jack Dempsey it is a transition. He actually gets picked up. And Salazzo starts yeah. talking to we him. We do see the Turk, and mm-hmm. we do see the shot ends of McCluskey. Yeah. He looks looks around. Mm-hmm. I hope we can get. I hope we can work this out. So I think that's he, where it ends. Right says, there. So, yeah, something yeah. like that. Do you think he's being sincere? Does the no. Turk really hope they can work things out? No, killing Salazzo is the killing. Killing don't killing Pop is the key. Mm-hmm. So Salazzo needs to kill him. All this negotiation stuff. No. All right. So, so you think if the Turk, if if the Turk had said, assuming this assassination plan didn't work, you think mm-hmm. no matter what, the Turk was going to kill the Don? It's Even the if they're like, we agree to all your terms, we'll give you the million, we'll give you a million bucks in our uh, political. We'll give you the political protection. We'll give you the white powder. Sonny was hot for the deal. You're right. He reveals everything. Yeah. <laughs> Fredo's in the mental hospital. Uh, yeah. We think Tessio's a traitor. He was always smarter, so it was a good move. We totally blackmailed a movie guy into giving Johnny the part. <laughs> yeah. Johnny! All right, so you want to rate it? Rate it? Ready? One, two. There we go. Two. There we go. Two, two it is. Yeah. So uh, I feel like it's going to be getting a lot better, though. Yeah. Well, exciting minutes coming up. Yeah, stick around for the bonus content. I can't believe we it's eight enough. minutes till he gets shot. Eight they minutes. drive around for eight minutes? Or I guess they have to <laughs> sit down and talk. And yeah. It's not like he shoots as soon as they get to the restaurant. That's right. There's a little bit of dialogue in the car coming up. Yeah, that's true. Where they yeah. go to New Jersey. And, mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, don't forget when uh, when they when they go to the restaurant, they have to try, try the, the veal. veal. It's, it's the, the best, best in the city. city.